spotlight on her. Turn it on and make spotlight it bright. On. I mean, it's a very subtle spotlight. For me oh, shit. Not bad. Week, uh, because the book that we're going to talk about is the it's the number one issue of a six-issue mini, but I think it's very subtle. So I'm going to keep it on the down low. Don't want to get people too excited. Just Don't get anybody down. riled up. No, we're all going to calm down now. Take a chill pill, everybody. I'm not going to hold anybody's hand. Oh. We're going to go. We're going to go naturally through the dialogue. As you'll hear in my blurb and a little bit, Eric, but this mm. is the spotlight. I'm going to keep it low, low key. Low and low and slow and low. That is the tempo, as they say. Spotlight, Eric, for the Weird Science DC Comics podcast for the week of August 23rd, 2017. I'm Hello. about to fall asleep. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and welcome to the official and official start of Weird Science DC Comics podcast. We are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network, the Weeby Geeks Network. Did I said it wrong, Eric, but I'm, I'm slow and low. The Batman Podcast Jesus Network. Christ. And the Tangent Bell Podcast Network, Eric. Do you want to hear where you can find it? Is this a sexy voice? I don't think anybody wants to hear it anymore. Is it getting, isn't, that, isn't it getting you turned on? It's making me tired. So usually when I, I you know, Jess wants to have sex, I say I'm tired and just go to sleep. So exactly. it's around the same thing. Well, that's what I'm going to do. That's, I'm going to set put you to sleep and then you're going to wake up with a quarter on your eyes. And a, mm. thank, you, and a thank you note in your pocket. At least I have a thank you note. Thank you. That's, that's very thoughtful. That's because you're a very giving lover. Of course I'm giving. I'm not unconscious. <laughs> you're giving, all right. <laughs> you're not going to be giving much except. I don't know if I'm mo- that no, much of a know. giving lover or you're more of a taking lover. And isn't that tit for tat? Sure. Don't you have to have one? Semantics. Come on now. <laughs> you can't have one without the other. That's why we're the yin, yin and yang of the podcast world, Aaron. Y- you know, we're here in podcast land. Uh, I like to say some of the hardest workers in the podcast land, Eric. Sure are. Uh, but you know where people can find us beside being in podcast land? You can find us on Facebook where you can like us at Weird Science DC Comic. Oosh. We're on Podbean at Weird Science DC Comics at Podbean.com. Oosh. We're, on, we're on Twitter, Eric. Weird Science DC. And we have an eleven dollar website. What are you getting back to this for? If you, I, I, I'm back to the well. If you'd like to go to that website, it's weirdsciencedccomics.com. We also have an email where you can write in and say, Jim, I really like that NPR sexy voice you have going. And email us at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. Eric, we have a Patreon as well. I got to step it up now. Yeah, now please. I, gotta be like I just a, imagine like Barnum like, and Bailey now. Think about how tired we both were at work this morning. You like, so oh, I'm going to pass the time. I'm going to put on a podcast, and you listen to somebody with a voice like that. It would put you to sleep. Yeah, and then you wake up and you're fired, and you have a lot more time to listen to more podcasts. Then you can thank me later. I'll put a thank. Is that you how that in works? Pocket again. Yes, yes, indeed. We have a Patreon, Eric, and we on our Patreon where you can go patreon.com slash weird science. We have a lot of things going on, one of which is each week we have an exclusive spotlight, a book that the badasses in the Patreon account of the Get Fresh crew, boom, boom, doop, doop. they get to pick one book. That book will not be on our regular normal podcast. That is an exclusive to Patreon. If you want to hear that, you can go and get a lot of other uh, bonuses. This week, the exclusive spotlight somehow. The badasses. I don't know. I may have to revoke that term, Eric, because they picked the Manhunter special number one. I don't know what they're doing. It's just a fuck me, and you know it. Yeah, I I think it is. It's just a fuck Eric Shea because he doesn't want to do that Manhunter nonsense. But it's a a Patreon exclusive, so now you have to. Uh, We also have some other things. I have a podcast that I started that seems to be a daily podcast now, Eric. I'm fired up. Till I get burned out. It's the best songs ever podcast. I recorded another episode tonight when I got home from work that will drop tomorrow. So in this week, I think since Tuesday 
or Monday, four episodes have dropped. It's not very long. They're That's usually a lot of between, podcasts, though. They're usually between 10 and 15 minutes long, and I enjoy doing it and talking about music. We also have Jim Has Issues with His Kids podcast, which will be coming out this weekend. That is a Patreon thing. We also have early access to the New 52 Review podcast, so if you like that and want to get early access to the next episode before anybody else, you can go on that. We also have Movie Nights, Eric. A Slack chat, we all talking extra goodies, all that jazz. A lot That's of what stuff. we have. I have to wake up because, as you said, some people and don't forget the freaking don't forget the back issues podcast. Oh, no, the back issues podcast. That's the one I do with Eric Shea. I hear true. I kind of I did a couple by myself, but then I I made sure that the picks were something that would you know get you excited. And it looks like for September, if you want to talk about the back issues, the September issue. Or, Podcast, you know, I can't talk. Will yeah. feature Spawn number one. Me and you Spawn number about one. Spawn number one. I've never read a Spawn issue in my life. So I was big in Spawn place, in the nineties. Yeah, what better place to start than number one, Eric? We also have a Necessary Nonsense podcast. That if you have listened to our podcast for a while or went through our feed, we used to have a Just for the Hell of It podcast. We just renamed it and put it on, yeah. you know, on the Patreon. But we have that, and it looks like September's episode will feature pizza. And we'll see what we have. To and say. I don't even know. There were so many podcasts named right there. I don't even know if you named them all. Did we mention the Weird Science Pop Culture podcast? No. We did oh my not. God, and that's so a many. free. That's a free podcast. Freebie. It's actually on its own feed. Weird Science Pop Culture Podcast. So if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I like the cut of their jibs. Half this uh, you podcast could go ahead now over. Yeah. is just us talking about all the podcasts we have. It's ridiculous. Yes, that's all the spotlight is. There's no book tonight. We're just going to talk about We have so many podcasts in a week that it takes us all this time to talk about. But yeah, we have a pop culture podcast as well, Weird Science Pop Culture Podcast. You can go subscribe to that on iTunes. You can review us on iTunes just like this one. And you can hear us talk about shit we don't know. It's basically what Pretty we're much. Doing. But we're going to talk about tonight something we do know about, and that's comic books. And I will tell you, I've been a little down on the books lately. So have you. We both have. Yeah. And I think that it's is... It's not been good. Why do you think I have four episodes of another podcast this week, Eric? I need something to get my mind off of these. And the the best thing about tonight is we're actually talking about the one book I seem to like this week. I have not yeah. read Reggie's books, and he had a lot of books. So I think that possibly I'll find one or two. He of has to have something in there that could be a gem. Who knows? Probably Hal Jordan. That, and I'm likely. betting on Hal Jordan to kind of get me out of my stupor. I'm not betting on Batgirl. I'm not betting on Batgirl either, though he seemed to like that a little better. Uh, Commandy Challenge, Eric. How about that? You're betting on Commandy Challenge. Oh, I got to read that shit. <laughs> yeah, you do. We got a lot of books. Uh, and you had already read your other ones that we're going to talk about. We got all these. But we're going to talk about tonight on the spotlight as a book that I reviewed and something I have been looking forward to for a while. And it is Nightwing New Order. Number one, written by Kyle Higgins, art by Trevor McCarthy, Dean White, and Clayton Kelt. Here we go. Here we go. Kyle Higgins is back at DC and writing his favorite character, Nightwing. While I was pumped for this Elseworld story showing a dystopian future, the slow pace of this first issue really threw me off. Sure, I like that Higgins isn't holding the reader's hand and letting them find out the story and is letting them find out the story elements naturally. But it came off a bit more boring than I was hoping for. And I do like it. I'll tell you right now, I liked it. It actually threw me off that where we go from, we have six issues to, to right. really tell a story. I don't know that you're really getting enough background in this first issue to really set you going forward. And you don't really get much in story 
going forward either, though it ends in a cliffhanger, though. I, I don't know about you. I saw that cliffhanger coming from a million miles away. Oh, yeah, totally. And it's, it's such a weird thing because it's like he doesn't hold your hand. He does not over-explain the story. You get no. dropped in, like after, after a, like a cold opening, like what set this thing in motion 12 years ago, you yes. get dropped in essentially in a day in the life of future yeah, Dick Grayson. Life, yes. And that's all it is. And, and just I think going, that, into leading into the that, story that we're going to deal with. Yeah, and I think that one of the things that he does well then, because, like you said, it starts off, and we'll get right, we'll get into it in a second, but the actual issue takes 12 years past this. So 12 years from now, you're not going to be talking about, you know, the crazy shit that happened 12 years ago. Like you said, you're just going to be going about your day. He does it very naturally, how he mentions who's dead who's alive, things like that. Like, I'll tell you right now, in this book, Bruce Wayne is dead. And they really don't come out. He, Kyle Higgins does not hit you over the head with it. You no. actually find out. You pick it up casually go. through dialogue. Yeah, naturally with that. Uh, it does start out 12 years before, and it, I think that's going to throw a lot of people off. I'm telling you, a future I, story. I, I actually had a problem with that right off the bat, nope. where I thought at some point, like this was 12 years in the future. In the, yes. And then when I saw the like the timestamp later on, I'm like, wait, that's not 12 years now. No, and then I had to no. go back and reread them. Oh, I'm a big fucking idiot. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, the, and I think that a lot of people are going to be confused with this because it does say Metropolis 12 years ago. And naturally, uh, most people, unlike you, Eric, but, but <laughs> most people will think, oh, that's 12 years in the past in our regular continuity, which, number one, you can't go with because this isn't in our continuity. But no. having a future story that starts off with a flashback of the future, uh, to me, was a little more confusing than it needed to be. You didn't have to do that. Just have the year. Have the year because later you do have the year. Now, you also get the subtle hint later that 12 years ago, ah, I wonder if his kid's 12 years old because he's, exactly. he is. You know what I mean? So all of this that happens and throughout the issue, there is the it, – it's basically the one thing that's repeated is the repeat of – Sometimes you have to do the hard things to protect somebody you love or to protect the people you love the most. So obviously when this starts, Dick Grayson is protecting his son and doing this because of that, or at least that's what leads to all this stuff. Now it comes off where he is basically looks like Dick looks like he's killing the Justice League. It looks like he has he's killing much everybody with everyone. superpowers. Like when you get to that freaking thing after he takes out Superman, oh, he says, crazy. "I had to save the world." You see Doomsday there, Captain yeah, Doomsday. Cold, Green Lantern. It's crazy. Grodd? Like, I, I mean, there? Why are these people? There's Cheetah. It looks like in the one thing. Why are they all in this one area? I guess we're going to find that. We should find out what happened. But this even looks like, like, I couldn't say that Doomsday's there from fighting people. You know what I mean? It doesn't look like this is, I don't know. You also like, see Shazam you, the, there. The thing there's is, like, there's a, there's a bit of dialogue later on when his, he's talking to his son. He's putting his son to bed. And he's like, his son wants to know why he stopped being Nightwing. You know, 12 yeah. years from now, like, you know, from this point. God damn it. Now yep. I'm going to forget all fucked up. I know. Up. Well, this is what I'm but, saying. Um, that was that was a misstep. 12 years in my after mind. the point where Dick Grayson stopped all the superpowers, it looked like he had a device that he – like his son said he blew the thing up, which it seems yeah. weird to say he blew it up because he's holding a device when we see the thing. But it does look, and it look like Metropolis like he is shut in down, yeah, He shut down everything in the middle of a goddamn – a gigantic fight going yeah. on between all these supervillains and all these heroes. Yeah. And he realized he had to save the world and then shut everything down in yeah, order to do down. it. This has to all end. All superpowers. It. And like you said, it starts off and you have Superman. He's got rebar coming out of mine. I mean he looks messed up. And initially, and I'm telling you, we jump into this book and we see this flashback scene – 
And I see Dick Grayson holding a device, and I look at him like, that's the cosmic key from the Masters of the Universe movie. You you said that. And if anybody looks it up, look it up. The cosmic key from the Masters of the Universe movie. I actually uh, tweeted that to Trevor McCarthy and Kyle Higgins and said, when did he get this and why? I I asked when we're going to have the He-Man crossover. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, You're joking with that? You're not. No. It is it. That is what it is. There is no doubt in my mind. It looks exactly. There is I'm no doubt. You, the, the weird part about all of this is that, like, I had to go and reevaluate because once I saw the cosmic key in Dick Grayson's hands here, yeah. my mind started spinning in all these directions. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm it's crazy. Book. I already have my ideas about what this book's about just because I see the cosmic key, which, you yeah. know, in the Masters of the Universe mythology in the movie, it's a device that allows you to travel through any dimension at any time and go backwards. It's pretty much the travel lantern from the Green Lantern books is what yeah. we have right here. And I'm like, when I see his boy, he's 12 years old, uh, in my mind, he went back in time and freaking took Superman when he first came at to freaking like Kansas back in the day and t- called him his that's son. It. And I started that's having these crazy. strange ideas yeah, because and, like, it's a cosmic key, Jim. And you say this, it, um, when, I, when I do put this up on Twitter, uh, if you go to our Twitter page, I'll probably put that picture up with it. I'll put it in right. with the cover and then possibly in that, or maybe I'll put it in the show notes if I can, if I can shove it in there, but you have to look it up because it, it, it it's that. And it's so crazy. And, and I don't think it's that. I think that it's just either they were inspired by it or well, whatnot. That, exactly. But there, the thing is, the Masters of the Universe is a DC property. Yes, I is. don't know how it goes with the movies or whatnot, but still it is a thing and they have fought the Justice League. So yep. it's not, it, it's not. I don't think it's what it is, but there is a half a percent chance. There is a possibility. And, and I'm telling you, just the dialogue we get from Dick's son, Jake, later on, you know, 12 years down the line, when he's talking about how you, you blew it up that and you stopped all the superpowers, I'm like, all right, this this can't be what I think it is just from no. this dialogue alone. He did something so just funny, to stop though. superpowers, and in my mind, the cosmic key cannot be related to that. Yeah, so what you really get here, you're getting a story. It, it's nothing – that I would consider new, but it's a future where uh, superpowers are looked at as bad. You have to take this drug, this suppressant drug, drill, yeah, to drug, suppress yeah. your to suppress your metahuman abilities. And if you don't, you are a you know you're a criminal. You get chased down. Well, and, now, and we've talked about this whole thing with the whole idea with you know Dark Knight's metal going on now. Scott yeah. Snyder using them like the nth metal as a way. Yeah, to this bring is what I was drug. afraid you would get and in the DCU. Exactly. Problem. And the thing is, we have this idea of metahumans and how you have to take an inhibitor. And we've had a discussion ourselves about what exactly is a metahuman because Superman, yeah. he's an alien. His powers are not yeah. metahuman. Green Lantern, not metahuman. Well, Flash, that's not the problem metahuman. Is- we have all of these freaking characters here. Like the majority of the Justice League, if not all yes. of them, are not metahumans. And, and that's the problem is as you go on and as we get into the nitty gritty of this and go, uh, that seems to be one of the major problems of this universe, of this you know time deal where Nightwing has done this. And he's trying to suppress the metahumans. He thinks that's for the good of everyone, at least in the U.S. Yeah. It just says the U.S., but you know, we'll just consider it the world anyway. Well, uh, the problem point, the is they spell it out. That's all we care well, about, yeah, right? Well, they, they spell it out, though, and say that there are, there are people there that this drug doesn't the work on. The inhibitor does not the work on. The inhibitor doesn't work on. And I would yeah. assume that would be a Superman. Who's and an alien? Like this I'm is telling not you, it's a just such an odd idea because I think when he's having a discussion with Alfred, because Alfred's against his whole hard yeah, like, he just thinks he's wrong, yep. and he like you know he's trying to get his little like ideas in the Tim after I mean Dick after yeah. having a nice dinner. He's like Dick, you know I love you, boy, but let's talk about your life. Yeah, and it, it seems like here. a talk that and they've had a million times. Exactly. And, you know, and, but like, not... Dick, Dick says it's like less than like one percent of the like the the yeah. metahumans are yep. in stasis. So I'm like. 
I'm looking at the scene where, you know, he's walking away from the rubble with all these people down. I'm like, this is, there's more than 1% yeah. here. I don't know. For some reason, like the idea that we have talked about, the amount of metahumans in the DCU that was even, actually would make up metahumans. There's even Etrigan there. It looks like yeah. it was uh, like next to Superman when he's got the rebar on. Hey, here's the thing though. If they're going to go with it at this point, it is in the future. It's in our future, even this 12 years ago. Yeah. And maybe at this point, we're going to get some generic new metahumans. Maybe it's the thing that some of the metahumans, they're not even heroes. They were just maybe, maybe that they're had just using the meta side. as an overall term now, whether it's alien, they magical, are. whatever. Yeah. Oh, I think that that just means this has nothing to do with the metal. This has not, all this is, is if you have superpowers, I, you have thing, to come though, in like, and get checked. Even and before, it, we're going to give even you the, before the, the metal idea, though, the, the term metahuman, like from the meta gene, you know. That is something not everybody has, and, and yes. none of the characters that we like really know. Like I'd say, there are a couple here and there, but for the majority of the DC heroes, n- none of them are really. Well, meta-humans. that's the problem. This is the thing that normally in a story like this, you can't have Dick Grayson say, "You know what? We rounded up all the heroes." Because then you don't have your story. This is the exactly. same as what I said when Amanda Waller was saying metahuman. Rob Williams had him had her say that, and it was a term. misstep. This is just a generic term he's using, yeah. so that we know, like a a Green Arrow is not going to be rounded up, you know. And I would I would suppose or guess that we're going to see some of these heroes that may be still alive that weren't powered heroes right. and kind of go. But again, if anybody who says gets all mad about this this is an elseworld story this yeah. is not a story in continuity so all of this is you know it's let's play with our toys and let's play make-believe in a world where dick grayson has decided that for the better of the world we need to get rid of superpowers and that's and, an interesting story to me yeah and i and i saw people and, and i agree with them only in the point where that that cover it was a really bad choice with all the stuff that's going on, even in the real world nowadays, but with especially with Captain America. And if you want to talk about a character in D.C. that is as, quote unquote, good as a Captain America, it is Dick Grayson. I mean, Kyle Higgins has grabbed a character here and even says it in the book. He was the heart of the, you know, the superheroes. And now he did this. He they, Kyle Higgins picked the one character who was the best guy of all of them to do this. Uh, just because, you know, the juxtaposition of exactly. the tough choice he had to make and the, that he was the heart of all these. But this is not the same as a Captain America being part of Hydra and then going – yeah, Yeah, and then going the next step and saying he's a Nazi because I saw them say this. All they were doing was looking at the cover and looking at the Nightwing, the new order. Oh, that's going to be a Nightwing who's Hitler and he's going to have a hit squad and things like that. Yeah, they, they do have a – Kind of play with that, but Dick Grayson is not a bad guy in this. No. He really isn't. He's just doing what he thinks. He's, he's a doing. guy who has made a decision on how to actually save the world, and he's yeah. gone through with it, and he's had to make the tough choices Tell because, you. in order to do it, in his mind, the, the decision he's made, he's had to freaking yeah. you know become the traitor of all of the yeah. everybody. This is he just knew another and version of injustice. I mean, yeah. the injustice story of Superman deciding. Batman, I've had enough. You keep letting these villains go. You let the Joker go, and now my wife and kid, you know, it's way are dead. less evil in my mind. It. Yeah, but I'm saying it's still the same type of story. But yeah, Dick Grayson has decided this is for the good of everyone. It's obvious that a lot of people agree with him. A lot of people don't. And you do get a pretty good sequence then after this beginning, where the Justice League and everybody else seems to be, you know, dead or hurt. Uh, you go to see. Dr. Light, who's an older fella at this in point. In our present future. <laughs> yeah, in our present future. I, I'm telling you, it's confusing why he did that. But he what was it, is, 2040? Yeah, 2040. And he's decided not to take his medicine. And so he's trying to get away. He says 
even to Dick Grayson as they're going and as Dick Grayson jumps in to, you know, to get him, says, listen, I'm an old man. I'm not going to do anything. But under duress... He does, and he oh, does. Oh, yeah, trying to get powers. away from the freaking the Crusaders, like which is, you know, Dick's freaking task force to round yeah. up the freaking metahumans. He ends up hurting a bunch of soldiers. Yeah, yeah, he does. And it, again, it's like when he is kind of cornered, he does use his power. So the, on one hand, you're like, wait a minute, you know what? These people shouldn't be suppressed like this. But he is basically proving to Dick that Dick's right this whole time. Yeah. Dick's chasing him. And it's pretty cool, like, Nightwing sequences. He's doing his flips and stuff. And you have to remember, this is an older Nightwing. Uh, but he seems to be enjoying it. He's, you know, he's out there well, doing he's his He's a thing. guy who doesn't get out and about as much no. anymore. He's freaking, you know, behind a desk a lot of the time. When he gets to do some field work, he's going to do some flips every now yeah. and again. And, and he, you have the... Like you said, the Crusaders, they are a Nightwing-style Batwing suits, and they have it's the It's a lot like we have in it. Detective Comics right now yes. with the colony. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And he's chasing Dr. Light, and the biggest part to me is – and it's an extended chase scene. You get him. Uh, Dr. Light doesn't want to be taken. When Dick finally gets him, I thought that the biggest thing was Dr. Light just saying, listen, please don't give me this inhibitor. It messes with my head. Yeah. And you're like – Oh man, it, it really. And I've taken I've up. taken antidepressants before. They turned me Sound. into a zombie, and I, I had to get off Zoloft. this shit because it messed I, with my head. It's exactly my wife what I got thought me of on too. Zoloft, and I was a zombie. I, I couldn't think straight because everything with your head. seemed fine. Yeah, it did mess with my head. So he's just like, you know what? And that I like that little thing that's thrown in there because these drugs obviously are not just okay, Doctor Light. I give you these, and you're no longer Doctor Light. You're just Arthur. No, he's less than that. It, it really does affect him. And he just goes and he's being arrested. And he's I'm telling arrested. You, if, if you want to go with it, really, it's a lot like Identity Crisis where they did yeah. diminish Dr. Light after he raped freaking, oh, you know. I, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't Ralph's, like he was he a great guy. Wife. I'm but exactly. Poor, the thing is like, poor Dr. but they Light. made him less used. than he was. So yes. he would never be able to do that kind of shit again. And that's exactly what Dick's yeah, doing with the inhibitor drug right now. I actually think they're playing with that a little. Uh, yeah, you have all this. Then you have Dick Grayson with this, you know, his Crusaders deal, and he's having a press conference. He's telling everybody about it. Hey, look, I have to do what's necessary. We have the whole power. And again, this is not a book where Kyle Higgins is going to tell you, like, listen, Batman's dead. Commissioner yeah. Gordon's dead. This is that. And the other thing, you're getting it all through dialogue. But yeah, he says, you know, I'm concerned because illegal, it's illegal to possess metahuman abilities in the United States and not be on inhibitors, period. And then that's when... You have this little thing thrown in with a reporter. And, hey, there was a report in the Times earlier today about a black market abilities coming out of Metropolis. And you're like, huh, like that's something big going on. And then you just kind of move on from that and you meet the people in his Crusaders and they're okay. You know what I mean? There's Liz and she's okay. She's a, a lady and she's like, hey, hey, old man. You know, I heard you were out there running around and stuff like that. And it, you don't get a lot of it, though. I actually said in my review, oh, yeah. I want I, it's, more it's, of that. It's very limited because when you get back to Command Central, whatever you want to call it, you yeah. have Liz, who seems to be his personal assistant as part yes. of the Crusaders. And, and I also to see more of it. And, and Brady. Uh, Brady, who seems to be in charge of surveillance or yeah, something surveillance around surveillance and even lines. maybe a tech guy a little. I, I don't maybe. know. but Like uh, you don't I, get a yeah. big background on these characters. No, I wanted to see more of them. Follow Nightwing around and like you know talk to him and just keep the exposition moving. Yeah, and I love the interaction between uh, Nightwing and Liz. I, yeah, you know Dick Grayson. I keep saying Nightwing. He really has retired from being Nightwing, but I really like that. Uh, but they get word that some a factory break in that the inhibitor medication is destroyed, and you get through the dialogue again that 
you have this keep going on. They have this inhibitor drug. It's being manufactured in factories, and somebody keeps breaking into the factories and destroying the drug. And then they said, you think it's him? And like, ah, I don't know. You know, the security guards would have seen him. And like, okay, it's, it's probably him. And the him ends up being Wally West. They yes. tell and I'm telling you, the thing is, too, even that, without them spelling it out, because we have like yeah. one quick like video surveillancing where they're able to yeah. catch a gleam of light. And I'm like, it's zigzagging. And I'm like, yeah. they say, it's Wally West. I'm like, yeah, I'm glad you can figure that shit out because I wouldn't have been able well, to. Well, I, I actually, when it started and they said, oh, do you think it's him and all that? I actually thought it was Superman. I thought that somehow Superman got free oh, well. of this and went. But yes, it's more intriguing that it's Wally West because then now you have two best friends on opposite sides. That's pretty yeah. darn good. And they're like, you know what? We're going to check it out. I want to go over to the site. And they're like, you know, are why are you still here? It's Tuesday. You have your dinner. And he's like, oh, my God, I forgot. I got to get going. And he goes back to his house. And now and, we uh, see the balancing act of Dick Grayson's life where he has to balance his career with his home yep, wife and yeah. his son, Jake. Yeah. And even then, it's his son then is talking. Throughout this, you get a narration of his son talking about basically like, you know what? When you're growing up, you think that your dads or your parents are superheroes. You always – I love the narration. Oh, it's great. Jake, as as it goes throughout the story, it is really good. I actually just stopped reading the dialogue at one part because I didn't want to lose any of the narration flow. So I just started reading the narration. And one of the things he's like, hey, uh, my dad spent most of his life trying to pull off a ridiculous balancing act. Head of the Crusader Division, father, worldwide celebrity. After Metropolis, Dick Grayson became something different to everyone, including a traitor. And that's when he that goes in and says, you know what? My dad was a guy. Dick Grayson was a guy who never wanted to let anybody down. He no. always wanted to be the guy who was in the right and being a good guy. And he did. He had to become a traitor pretty much to a lot of people, it seemed. To everybody, to pretty doing. much all of his friends and family. Yeah, and then it says eventually every kid has to realize the truth. That their parents aren't superheroes. And I was like, boy, that, that is a really good narration. Uh, I know. For, for a I, I found myself – I'm telling you. The dialogue, it's very good. I think the narration just kills it though because oh, – like, I mean like you know, kills awesome. it in a good way because yeah. the narration just overshadows the, the well-written dialogue because it yeah, was really so well-written. Yep. And, and it, it's a – again, I said at the beginning in my blurb, it's just you don't get enough. And, and maybe that's good. The problem is is as it's going on – all I can think of is he only got six issues, Kyle. Yeah. Get a move on because I want to know all this. I want to know everything about it. I want to know what happened to the Justice League after what happened 12 years ago at Metropolis. I want to see why Wally West or how he got I want to see how out. Bruce died. Yeah, I want to see how Bruce died because as they go, it's just mentioned in passing. And that's what I like. I said – Yes, I, it's not over. I want to know oh, more. Oh, uh, exactly. It's not goddamn Saturn girl fucking watching a hockey game and no. realizing and like, oh my god, down. it's now. Hey, it's you, now. you remember? You remember twelve years ago out of nowhere? Yeah. You know, it's not brought up fucking yeah, you out don't of sit nowhere there to kill and you. talk about something that happened twelve years ago a lot. But when he goes back uh, to his house for his dinner. It is his son and Alfred, and it was a dinner that Alfred was coming to visit. He lives in Arizona now, Eric, and he's there. And he's made, yeah, I know, he's made dinner uh, for them, and you know, Jake's helping out. And Jake does look just like a young Nightwing. He looks like, and that's the thing is too. When I'm looking at Jake, and he's 12 years old, and I saw the cosmic, I'm like, because. Dick, Bruce, and Clark all look yeah, the same look to a degree. I'm telling you, that could be a young Superman in my mind. I don't know why I, I kept going with this goddamn yeah. idea just because of the cosmic yeah, case. You're crazy. I am. And then they're talking, and, and it's uh, it's a big thing. His son Jake's there, and he's like, hey, you know what? Uh, Chris Ramsey, 
He's jealous because, and they're talking basketball. He's like, you know, he says, I, the coach says I could be a shooting guard and he's a, a small, or a small forward, but Chris thinks he should be. But then it turns around. This and, dialogue here, I'm like, all right, you lost me, Kyle. Yeah, but then Chris, know. then you find out later after, you know, they go and, and Dick talks to his son is that this Chris Ramsey actually is related to Dr. Light. Yeah, his uncle and, is Dr. Yeah. Light. And the whole reason that he was upset wasn't about basketball. It was about freaking Nightwing going and taking his uncle down yeah, and doing It wasn't even just deal. that. He actually says it in general and says to him, you know, what before your dad did what he did the everything was better like everything your dad did in metropolis was a bunch of bullshit and yeah and that's when his son says because then you have alfred and you know alfred you get a little talk and alfred does he disagrees with with dick what he's doing and but he's not gonna but he still loves dick yeah he loves him and the weird thing about it is he's like hey you know what with yeah hey you know kids alfred you know he my son's crazy he's like listen i've raised a lot of kids you tim I'm like, you son of a bitch. No Damien mentioned. So I was like, does this mean just that there's no – I I don't know if they're in this. I don't know if they're in this this continuity because why wouldn't he mention Damien? Like Damien would be the one. Bruce raised Damien, you know, in his mind. I don't know. They would have mentioned it. Actually, the thing is, it's funny you said Damien because for some reason – Damien completely slipped my mind. Yeah, it's this. Just I just weird because that's my mind one. immediately went back to like Jason not being on that portrait of Wayne Manor. I'm like yeah. nobody likes. Yeah, Jason. it just seems like maybe that in this there will only be Tim. But again, when that's mentioned, I want to know where Tim is. Where yeah. is Tim? Because well, you I have... was looking at some covers of uh, future like uh, issues and stuff like that, and Tim will be showing up. Yeah, and and that's where I wonder. What's going on if Tim's on, on Dick's side, if they're still friends, or if he's on this resistance side that Wally West seems to be? Because it's not like Alfred says Tim, and they kind of like, oh, man, you know, when was the last time you talked to him? I don't want to talk about it, Alfred. So it's just mentioned out yeah. there, but not having any. Because it's not over-the-top forced, you know? Yeah, and even because you saying say, with Jason, time? Jason not being mentioned, and Damien, it's just weird. But you do get the whole deal that Bruce is dead. Uh, but then Dick's like, hey, I got to go. And that's the most fucked up son. part because Dick did all of this, it seems like. And it seems that Dick inherited all of Bruce's yeah, all fortune of it, yeah. and shit but like that. But it seems like so, also that Alfred is like kind of the executor of yeah. the – because the business side of things, Alfred seems to always have to sign off on. Uh, but yeah, Dick seems to be very rich and he's doing this and seems – Alfred even you know accuses him of using Bruce Wayne's money. To, to pass a wall to fund these laws about the the supers deal, and it, I I actually thought that at one point Alfred was going to say like, "Do you think Bruce would have liked this? You know, is yeah. this something that Bruce would have been behind?" But y- you could guess that maybe they've already had that conversation. So I'm it's sure very they have. Natural for something twelve years later, because the only reason this seems to come up is because on the news is the Doctor Light stuff, and he's like, you know what, I, he's still doing this. I don't so know if this is natural. the right thing to do. And then that's when it comes up with, what about those that you know that can't be suppressed? Well, they're in stasis, and is that humane and all this? And like, hey, it's only one percent. That's where you get all that talk is between right. Dick and Alfred. And Dick goes to, you know, talk to Jake and talk to him about doing his algebra and help him. And they do. They they work on the homework. And then this is where Jake's like, you know, what happened? Well, he says, listen, Chris wasn't mad at me about basketball. He's mad because of what happened uh, with his uncle. And, you know, he says that the stuff you did kind of ruined everybody. It ruined everything. And he said, why did you stop being Nightwing? And he's like, you know what? He keeps saying, and, and even then Jake says, is it because, you know, you people were getting hurt and it wasn't about mom and like you hurt people like you hurt mom yeah yeah and he's like listen you know 
uh, right now, as painful as it is, we need the world like this. And sometimes we have to make the hard decisions for the people we care most about. And that's what they said. And the other thing that I think is kind of a neat thing and a kind of a telling thing that shows you that it's not that Dick Grayson is like, listen, superheroes are bullshit. We can't have him because he does allow his son to have all sorts of things. He has a Superman. I'm looking at a Superman freaking giant. It's either a poster or a big old action figure yeah. like I have on my desk. He's got Nightwing posters everywhere. Yeah, he's got Nightwing posters. So he's. it's not like he's there to say, like, this is bullshit, whatever. And he does seem to – he just doesn't want to talk about it. I mean it yeah. seems to be one of the worst things it's that happened. a man who's so, come back from war. Yeah, and what he had to do – uh, in his mind, to, to protect pretty much his son, it seems. That's, you know, they keep saying that, but it has to just be his son. And it looks like he either hurt Jake's mom, who would be possibly, you know, Dick's wife. I don't know if they got married or if they were living in sin. Eric, I'm Ooh. not sure. Or it just, <laughs> or she's in stasis, is what you would think. But right. when Alfred says, Alfred says, when was the last time you heard from her? And is it that Alfred wouldn't know that she's in stasis and he's trying to kind of pry into that? Or is it that she left? Because then the weirdest thing about this is, is that Dick doesn't say, oh, you know what? I have to do what I have to do. He's like, I'm still trying to figure out why she left us. And so I don't think he – the hurt, I think, is just it's, that – It's just an odd idea because everything that we see, you know, Dick being this man of conviction and, ha- conviction yeah. and having to make the hard choices to keep the world safe – if his wife, you know, had superpowers, whoever his wife may be at this point, yeah. it kind of looks like it might be Starfire if we're going to go with the whole Jake having superpowers. That's what I thought it was. I um, thought it was Starfire. But, you know, you would think that he would have to freaking inject her or she would have to yes. be in stasis well, because and if he's you go making by, these hard choices. And, and as even, we were going, yeah, I think that you would have to have her in stasis. She's an yeah. alien. So what and we're like, you know, where the story goes is it looks like, we're, you know, Jake develops superpowers by the end and Dick is going to have to go against his own things to keep him safe yeah. and out of harm's way. Yeah. It's just an odd thing because he's already had to make, in my mind at least, this is how I took it make going. Make that in. decision. He had to make the hard choice with his mother, all like uh, Jake's mother. Like he's not about to do it with the son because he's going to be completely alone now. Like he's going to start questioning himself if he was making yeah, the right I decision. Yeah, I actually this the way time. I took it as is whatever, and say we're guessing that it's Starfire. It may not be. Yeah, I have whoever no idea. it is, say it's Starfire. Say it's Supergirl. What, whoever say, it is, say this is it's his mother is from the planet Krypton and this is a young Clark Kent brought yeah, out from the past with the cosmic happening. key I no, could just see happening. it's the cosmic you were confusing everyone now everybody's like what the fuck is he he's a fucking moron but no, no they say it's Starfire yeah, yeah Starfire I think that we're gonna see that she he allowed her to kind of stay around like hey you can just do this but I think that what would have driven her away would have been the fact that say a Wally West was gonna have to be taken in or a beast boy Man. Or, you know, things like that, a uh, Garth, uh, you know, Troy, something whatever. that, you know, you would see that that's why she's like, I got to get out of here. This you are a monster and these are our friends. And he had to go against it. I, tr- I really think that that's where we're going to get that she is out and about, but part of this resistance as well. And he just had to let her go. He didn't want to do something because at the end. They're talking about, you know, what happened in the slab, who destroyed things. You get the idea, or they just spell it out. It's Wally West. In yes. the meantime, uh, Dick gets a call from the school, and they, I think Kyle Higgins set it up pretty good. While they were having the dinner with Alfred, uh, he does mention, uh, you can't imagine the amount of times I get called from the school for this kid. You know, he's really having a problem this year and whatnot. And so you get this call, so he heads over there. I don't think at this point he thinks it's anything but – what he's been called about before, but the teacher is like, hey, listen, 
uh, you know, we really appreciate what you do. I, we think that you're a great guy. You've been really helping everybody in the country itself. So we thought we'd be a little, you know, down it's, low. For they're this. being very discreet about this whole thing because, you know, while, you know, people have their opinions about Dick Grayson, and how things used to be better before he stopped all the powers yeah. and shit like that. It seems like a lot of people are with him with this oh, yeah, whole idea. A lot idea. of people seem to be like, and this is a better better time. Exactly. I mean, we don't, we Gorilla don't have Grodd isn't destroying the, fucking yeah, shit Gorilla all Grodd the doesn't time. show up and destroy shit anymore. But so. it's, it's such an odd thing where it's just almost under it. almost made me feel kind of dirty where, you know, Dick well, is this high up kind to. of guy. And like, all right, we're going to be very discreet about this because Dick is a celebrity. He is a, a hero mean, of the freaking nation. How many times have we seen a movie where you have a guy who's, you know, a celebrity and his son is an awful piece of shit yeah. and they go to him like, listen, we didn't want this to get, I mean, I say a movie, this happens in real life. Where I know. they go and like, listen, we don't want this to get in the press. We know you're running for office here and we got to do this. So if you just take them, we, we trust that you'll take care of them yourself. Uh, the, the worst thing about it where you said you feel dirty, I'm reading it and they're like, he's like, hey. Who knows? Oh, just the coach. Oh, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> Dick is going to kill this guy when it comes down to, okay, either my son is out and I'll never see him again because they're going to have to put him in stasis, or I killed the gym teacher and everyone at the goddamn school. Yeah, you guys are going to die. That's the hard choices, Eric, it's for someone you choices. love. Yes, but yeah, he goes into the gym locker room and his son's there, and he's got glow, you know, glowing red around. And his I don't eyes, even know, like I'm saying, how, how would you describe this glow around his eyes? Because like, not exactly his... like a heat vision, because it doesn't no. really come off to me anything that Starfire would no, have because of the gr- red eyes, shit like that. The red eyes immediately make you think of some kind of super yeah, but it character, doesn't look super like girl. A heat vision. No, exactly. He, he is so crying I, as well, so I maybe it's at, fucking it up. But maybe. I don't but know. I, I look at this, I'm just like. I really can't gleam any kind of guess what this could no. be from what we have here or who his mother could be with these power set. But like I said, I, I think that the other thing was it was really trying to push you towards thinking that it was Barbara Gordon before. Right. And you're like, oh, okay, she left, whatever. But no. You always have those two things. Like you have freaking, you know, Starfire in your mind or Batgirl for you. Yeah, know, that's why I thought they subject. would just go with the generic Starfire. But if it's not, that's fine. I, I don't know. And then it says next, like mother, like son. So, yeah, we're going to find out. And maybe this is a heat vision that's gone a little wonky because he's crying and, it, and maybe. it's Supergirl. Uh, maybe. Yeah, it could be anything in this. And I, I'm interested to see who and it that, might that, be. That's really why I am interested because it could be anything. And that's, I'm telling you, I love a continuity. I love an ongoing story. I love the surprise of not knowing anything going in because, yeah. you know, I can't yell about anything because whatever they give me no. is the continuity. Yeah, and I, just have to, I can, can just sit back it. and enjoy continuity it. Continuity kid can smoke and sit back and love it. Exactly. But yeah, even so, here's the thing, too. If it's Starfire's son, it doesn't mean he has to have Starfire's power set either. So, True. You know, I don't know what a human Tamaranian would yeah, do. Yeah, we you can know? see what goes on with that. Now, when this comes about, I think that the big thing where Dick goes in and sees his son like this, he had to have known this is going to happen. I think that he probably would have looked into it a little bit before now. Also, I just want to point out that the narration from his son is in the future. I mean, this is a, Jake's narration is the oh you know, yeah it's this story this has tale, already like, yeah, yeah this story has already happened so it's him looking back uh which only makes me think that shit's gonna go real wrong for dick grayson by yeah. the end and may end up dead by the end of the series but we'll see well even uh, after that whole thing where he, you know he's having the conversation with his son before he's talking to me he's like over the years i've thought about that conversation a yeah, lot about yeah. dad's conviction
question about my nativity, but most of all, I think about it was our last real moment together before our lives went to complete hell. I'm like, yeah, all right, well, shit's gone because, bad. Yeah, because his powers now have manifested. So that's the problem. It's And again, this is almost like the opposite of like a sky high, which I really like, Eric. Yes, he he really wanted his powers to come out. Like this must be a thing where Jake was growing up. And he seems to know a little more about his mom than, than you know, we're getting yet. And right. he probably was just hoping this would never happen because it would just upset his dad and cause a lot of problems for himself. So, yeah, uh, I gave it an 8 out of 10. I like the art. I like the style of art. I think it, it makes it so that, you know, it even makes the art show you that it's kind of an Elseworlds thing. It has a different look. Uh, I don't know that I think that Dick looks as old as he's supposed to, but that's fine. He, he ages okay. really well. That's clean living, friend. Clean yeah, living. Yeah, he is. He is a clean liver. Alfred, though, he's looking spry for how old he might be. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I just I gave it an eight out of ten only because we didn't get enough for me to say okay, I'm I'm fully, but I'm intrigued and I will be excited when it comes up uh, next month. And it's probably my book of the week, unless some of Reggie's wow me later in the podcast. But I just the way it goes right now, uh, I like it. But what would you give it? I'm telling you, throwing all my cosmic key fucking madness yeah, out the window because sense. I'm telling you that ruined me for the first you know half, not even first half. The first one and a half reads because I needed to get that out of my mind just to freaking video. I can't wait till people are going to be reading this and then uh, other podcasts. There's no no mentions, no mentions ever of this, and they're going to be like, "Man, either Eric Shea is a genius or a retard," and I yeah. don't know which. I know which one, but <laughs> yeah, no, I, um, I actually, I actually had a score in mind. And talking to you, it's going to go up just because I had a great time talking about this. And I actually had a really good time reading this issue because, yeah. like I said, the Elseworlds story, I have a chance to sit back and relax because I don't know what's going on. They have to tell me. And whatever they do, it's going to be right. So I can't yeah. complain about whatever they do. So because of this fact, maybe I just need an Elseworlds break every now and again because I'm going to give this an 8.5 out of 10. I really enjoyed the art and I really look forward to the story going forward. Like, you know. I need to know what's going on. I need to know what happens to Jake. I need to know what happens to the rest of the world. I need to have the backstory. I need to have the future. I need everything, Jim. Nice. And you're going to get it. That, I love Kyle Higgins. He's one of my so do favorite I. writers. And I've missed Kyle Higgins for yeah, so I long. And too. one other thing, too. It's a little funny because not only was he the writer of Nightwing back in like the new 52, yeah. but with this being, you know, however many years in the future, I can't do the math off the top of my head because I'm an idiot. Yeah. But um, it's him past. throwing the he, he threw the word drag out yep, there. I'm like, he yeah, he, he did Batman Beyond, you know, 2.0. Yep. I like that little addition. Like, it's just yeah. a little callback. Cause yeah, when the they said drag, it's funny. When they say drag, I'm like, ooh, this is 2040. This is after <laughs> that. that. That would be a term they might use. I thought yeah. that was a pretty good, like, wink, wink. Like, so hey, I. you know what? It's past that and whatever. And, and it, it seems like things aren't as advanced as a Batman Beyond would be. But it, it was a cool wink. And like you said, he did do Batman Beyond 2.0. Uh, for D uh, DC, and I'll stress to anybody that if you like what you got here and just want to see anything that Kyle Higgins was on, I would start with that Batman Beyond 2.0. It's so great. Uh, but yeah, I, and even you even say that kind of even his commander type deal even could be like a Batman Beyond type thing. Is yeah, I, I, but it, it's cool. But yeah, that is the spotlight there. That's the spotlight. I, I did like. Hey that Jim, it's issue. only twenty three years in the future. <laughs> Wait, not thirty five. Yeah. So we still got Neo Gotham and Batman Beyond in the future. Even no, though it's, Bruce it's is still. Dead. I, I I don't even know what the Batman uh, Beyond is thirty five years from now. Yeah, I don't. 
it seemed like it was after it. It seemed to me. Uh, and when I see 2040, I actually thought it was 2035. Was 2040 is the craziest guy. Like, that is so far in the future. It's only 23 years. It's going to be here next goddamn month in our minds. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But that is the spotlight. I have to get to the, uh, the freaking app here to tell you what we're going to talk about on the main podcast. Cause I, this week is odd because me and you didn't even have, I think half the books no. uh, between us, which we usually have so many of the books. Reggie has half the books himself. We have Chris had Reggie's titles. podcast this week. Yes, it is. Lots of songs, Eric, lots of songs for oh, all still loading up the app. You want to hear what we're going to talk about? Eric? You want to, what was your book of the, the spotlight? What was your favorite book of the spotlight? I think it might have to be Nightwing, the New Order, number one. Oh, Nightwing, the New Order, number one, you liked, Eric. That was your favorite book that we talked about on the spotlight? That is crazy. Action Comics, number 986, we'll talk about uh, if we have to. Please, please tell. I actually read that today. I usually wait until the day of the podcast, like a Saturday would be when I read that. I'm so upset that I read Action Comics already. There's just a little hint. So am I, and I had to review it. <laughs> I'll give you a little hint as well. You want to hear me give probably one of the lowest scores I've ever given a book on our podcast? <laughs> join in on, join in this week because that book was it was utter garbage. Uh, Batgirl number 14. Uh, I don't know if Jeremy's going to do one, but he did review Batman the Shadow number 5, the penalty on the site, issue yes. of that on the site, so you can go check it out at the site. But he sometimes does do a little audio thing for that, so I'll have to find out with that. But uh, his schooling has started. He's a teacher, so he might be busy. Batman Beyond number 11, we'll be talking to Batman Beyond Mark for that. We have sure Blue will. Beetle number 12. Uh-huh. De- Detective <coughs> Comics number 963, Eric. You got uh-huh. spoiler, spoiler alert, anarchy. Oh, wait. Hal Jordan of the Green Lantern Corps, number 27. Harley Quinn, number 26. Back to the Hellblazer, Eric. We've skipped Hellblazer. Simon Oliver is off the book. We have Tim Seeley. Reggie's I think, back I thought, the I think we've only ever, we skipped two issues and that's it. So it's not two that bad. Two or three. I think he missed more than that. And the last one that we talked about, I don't think you were even there with us. So it was when you left. So No, I think that's the be... first week you skipped it. Really? Okay, so yeah. the, the week before, yeah, it was a long week. Manhunter Special Number 1 is going to be the Patreon exclusive. Uh, we just talked about Nightwing, the New Order Number 1, but that will be on the podcast as well. Suicide Squad Number 24, Teen Titans Number 11, The Flash Number 29, and finishing off with the Commandi Challenge Number 8, Eric, Keith it. Giffen. Two Keith Giffen books this week. That's that what the world is needs. Actually, Eric, if you're a Patreon subscriber three keith given books because i think he did the man on oh god oh it's nonsense but that is it that is the end of the spotlight uh thanks for coming by eric i'm glad that you can uh, spend the evening with me and talk about a little night when you talk order. about that cosmic key right you talk about that, that cosmic key. i, I got actually, all my he-man figures in front of me right now about like, it, and then i'm like god he's gonna keep going with this like, holy crap now people are all confused but we'll see that'd be so funny is issue three He-Man shows up, but it's Dolph I, I'm Lundgren. Telling you, I've been, I was actually hoping that Kyle Higgins or Trevor McCarthy would get back. Yeah, we to both us tweeted him about it. And, and they have not. I know as soon as we get done no, recording. the minute pop- they get back to us, they're, they're getting in trouble. Now, I don't know what the copyrights would be because, like you said, DC owns the Masters of the Universe. Yeah. I don't know if they own a specific likeness of a prop from the movie. So who I, knows? I think that was incorporated into all of the freaking I the hope, comics because shit if like not, that. Because they're in I know big trouble. Back in the day when Marvel Comics had it, they did some stuff with the Cosmic Key in the yeah. in the Marvel books, like the last two issues of their Masters of the Universe it run. So something. I think it's all open. It'll be so funny if it does turn out to be the Cosmic Key. 
All of a sudden, well, He-Man shows up and he saves the day. It's it's looks exactly like it. I mean, I know. It, it can't be anything else. It That's has why to be, I couldn't think I'm of anything else when I started reading this. I'm not going to sit the there just because it looks just like it. I'm not going to sit there and like, so what could this mean? Oh, yeah, my he goodness. Went universe he, went back in the, he went into the past and took Superman away from the Kents and raised him as his own so he would never grow up to be Superman, and right? Then, and then, then Hordak came and attacked with his beast men. <laughs> I don't know what you talk about your beast man with this beast man. <laughs> then there's lizard guys and this guy who looks like swamp thing that smells like Berjoli or whatever that fucking. No, no, shit no. Is. He smells like pine fresh. Uh, oh, pine, pine salt. Pine fresh. Pine salt. Who smells like the other? Who smells? Stinkor. Like... Oh, stinkor. Your stinkor. Huh. Maybe. And then you're gonna have extendor and and uh, rape ore. That's my oh god. Favorite. Well, that's he's that's actually. Like. Rape or is actually a hero. I didn't know if you knew this. Uh, no, unfortunately, that's Dr. Oh, yeah, that is true. And on Eternia, no means yes, it seems. But we're going to no, get out of here. World. Before I offend everyone, Eric, <laughs> this bizarre world. Uh, what do we say at the end? Turn that spotlight off. Spotlight off. Oh!